1: welcome to the top flight podcast as we are continuing our epl preview series we're taking a look at all 20 teams for the 2018-19 premier league season and today we're going to be talking about burnley the boys at turf more finishing seventh last season incredible year ori benatar here with john patrick quinn john patrick how surprised were you with how well burnley did last season an incredible season last year
2: well i don't think anyone could could have predicted it and uh i th- i think uh if it, if it wasn't for man city having such an incredible season i think we'd we'd that that would be the story of the season that would, that would be the the highlight of the season uh the for uh, a, a club with such a small squad such a small budget to finish above the teams that they have done and fi- and finish qualifying for europe in fact is is an incredible achievement in itself
1: Right. This is Burnley's first time competing in European competition since 1966. Uh, At the time of recording this, they are around two hours away from kickoff of their first Europa League qualifier against Aberdeen. That should be a big matchup. But I guess let's start off with the Europa League conversation since it's something very new for Burnley. What's sort of the the feeling around Burnley fans when it comes to the Europa League? Is it something where let's get into the group stage and make a good showing, or do you think it will pose more of a distraction to the Premier League season as they're trying to get top 10 once again? Do you know what it is? I, I think that there is, when, you, when you're
2: saying trying to get top 10 once again, I don't think that you'll find this, well, you, you'd have to do well to find a single Burnley fan who actually expects to finish in the top 10 this season, and... I, th- I think for I, I've been a Burnley fan since I was I, I was young. I, I I was born in Burnley, and um, I we've we've never experienced the heights of this in in a lot of people's lifetimes. And I, I think we're just enjoying ev- enjoying the ride. Really, uh, there's no expectations on on anyone. Maybe survival st- survival in the Premier League is is paramount, of course, uh, and that's not guaranteed even even with such a good season as last season. Uh, And I think the same is true of the Europa League. I think it's just enjoy every single game as it comes. Don't expect too much. A a little bit like England in the World Cup this past time. You know, we actually got quite far, but it it was more about enjoying each game.
1: So more so an enjoyment of the season rather than having expectations. I mean, I'm looking at this Burnley team. I'm not really seeing them as a potential relegation squad considering... Um, They haven't done too much business. They haven't signed any uh, big players. They haven't really uh, lost a huge, huge name on their squad. But you take a look at some of their key players. Obviously, Tom Heaton and Nick Pope, great goalkeeper depth. Uh, Steven DeFore still on the squad. Johan Gudmundsen, the top scorer. Chris Wood from New Zealand. You've got Sam Vokes uh, here and there. Robbie Brady, Jonathan Walters, Aaron Lennon. So I I see this Burnley team as, you know, under manager Sean Dyche. Maybe not seventh again. Seventh is going to be really hard to achieve, especially with the likes of uh, maybe Newcastle under Rafa Benitez once again, maybe improving a little bit more. Everton uh, looking to improve also, who, by the way, took Michael Keane from Burnley from last season. And even without Michael Keane, Burnley finished ahead of Everton. So uh, squad-wise, do you feel that relegation is possible? Because I don't feel it's possible.
2: Do you know what? It's... it's... Not, not on paper no but we've seen better we've seen better squads be relegated but I do believe that actually the best signing or at least the, the biggest person that we've we've kept hold of that is the most important is the manager Sean dice I think I th- I think as long as he's he's in charge and and you've got a solid core to the team I'd, you're right I'd, it, yeah, they're not someone that you'd pick to go down, but then again, a couple of seasons ago, they were everyone's pick to go down. Um, I, th- I think they've proved themselves now, though, that they they are Premier League quality, especially under Sean Dyche.
1: I would agree with that. They really have proved to to be a Premier a Premier League team, and you know they also have some good young defenders like Ben Mead, James Tarkowski. Tarkowski was pinned uh, to be a potential player in the England squad, and of course, Nick Pope was selected as that third goalkeeper for England behind uh, Pickford and Butland. So Burnley as you know, developing that youth. But do you think we'll start seeing, you know, sort of the Michael Keane effect take place with, you know, someone like Nick Pope or someone like James Tarkowski where the big clubs just swoop in and get them? Sort of like a Southampton situation. Do you see that developing for Burnley potentially?
2: Um, I, I do. I think, I think next, I think in maybe a season's time... I, th- I think these players if they, if they perform again consistently in the Premier League then then the big clubs will start to come come in especially for you James Tarkovsky who's a, a really excellent footballer as well as a good defender uh, and and Nick Pope last season for me was I mean, well not even just for it's not even opinion for me statistically he was the best goalkeeper in the Premier League um so uh, yeah I, th- I think that there's a there's a, there's a there's a chance, obviously, that other big clubs could come in, but Burnley's strength isn't in individual one player. So, like we saw with Michael Keane, that it shouldn't hurt us too much to lose one or two big names.
1: So we'll have to see what happens with those big names. I don't. I expect Burnley to keep their roster just as is for this season. Maybe next summer we'll see Nick Pope or James Tarkowski potentially move on. It all depends on how how Burnley does in the season, but. With the current squad that they have, how many years do you see Burnley consistently staying in the Premier League? Because, for example, we've seen teams like Southampton lose their big stars, but they've been able to stay up, and then it kind of finally caught up to them. They have came in 17th, and now people are talking about relegation for Southampton. Or you look at a team like Leicester, who found their gems in Mares and Vardy and even Harry Maguire and Golo Conte were able to sell them, and now they have the budget to become a consistent Premier League team, maybe even a top-10 team every season. How long do you foresee Burnley being in the Prem?
2: Uh, I kind of go back to what I said before, really. For me, it's as long as Sean Dyche stays in the job, and and I think one a really nice thing is that Southgate's done well at England because potentially Sean Dyche was one of the people who could have replaced him if he didn't do well. Uh, it, it was probably between him and Born Mercedes Howe, for, you know, as the next two best English candidates. So I, I do think that under Sean Dyche, that mentality is a little bit, it's a little bit like um, Tony Pulis. You know, you just can't imagine a, team being relegated from the Premier League under Tony Pulis, such as the discipline and the system that he puts into a team. However, unlike Tony Pulis, we actually play some nice football under Sean Dyche as well.
1: Do you think if Burnley were in a situation where they're in the red zone in relegation, let's say they had a bad start to the season in the fall and in the winter it's still not going well, do you think they would risk firing him?
2: No. (laughs) I knew what you were going to ask and no. They will will absolutely stick by Sean Dyche. I, I think Everyone at the club recognises what what an amazing job he's done. Uh, it it would have to be you know like we're we're talking a we're talking a good few se- maybe a couple of seasons in a row of of maybe a relegation and then not doing well in the in the championship before questions would even be asked. It's sort of a bit like Arsene Wenger. He, Sean Dyche last season had his Arsene Wenger's invincible season. Now in the eyes of the fans, he's he's invincible.
1: Interesting, interesting opinions there here from John Patrick Quinn, a resident Burnley fan of the Top Flight crew. Uh, just a couple more things we're going to discuss here on this Burnley preview. If Burnley were to make the group stage of the Europa League, what kind of teams would you like to see them play? What kind of countries would you like to see them travel to and place you know, these big European clubs? Who would you like to see them play?
2: For me, it's, it's the best. You know, you, you, you've got to want to play against the best teams. It, you could... When growing up, Burnley for me we were in maybe in the not in the, never in the top flight. You know, second, third flight was the best you you were you were looking at. And it, just to be in Europe is a dream in itself. It, it, the imagining playing such teams as you know anyone who comes out of the Champions League eventually, you know, it, it could be it could be incredible. Spain for me because I am such a, a football purist and I love the way that, that football is played in Spain. I'd, I'd love to see. Burnley player, Spanish team—it's sort of different, different styles clashing. Sort of Burnley's old-school English style versus Spain's technical flair. I'd love to see a game like that.
1: I think that would be a really good game. And in general, I think everyone in Europe is going after Spain because of their recent domination in the European competitions. Manchester United has been the lone non-Spanish team to win a European competition since 2014, when they won the Europa League in 2017 last year the Madrid club sweeping Atletico and Real gonna play each other in the Super Cup and then the final uh, thing we're gonna go into sort of uh, the theme of this preview show we kind of end it a range of places Burnley can finish so give me a a, a highest possible point a lowest possible point what's the range in the table you think Burnley can finish
2: well I even I don't want to rule out The fact that we could have a bad season and go down—I don't want to jinx that. So I think the lowest, but I I don't think that we'd be the bottom team, and I don't think we'd be second bottom. I think there's there's a a slight risk, maybe without uh, with with a heavy lot of fixtures that maybe it could really negatively affect the season and maybe we go down, but only just. But I think that so I think maybe 18th would be the lowest. And I, th- I think realistically, tenth we're looking at this season with with how many fixtures we've got would be the highest that we can get.
1: Interesting. So your previous experience with the club is kind of seeing you as a bit more pessimistic for the season. You're just you are you're kind of used to the disappointment. It
2: seems. <laughs> it's it's not. It, I suppose it's not that. It's just it's just not being overly optimistic. Do you know because do you know what? Even if we got relegated this this season. We still love the time I think it's always about enjoying what you've got at the at the, at the time you've got it and I, w- I would still be grateful for the time that Burnley have had in the Premier League but I know that the chairman recently has said that absolute paramount is, is staying in the Premier League we, we want to establish ourselves as a, as a regular Premier League team and the way that the club is run financially uh, and, and with the loyalty to the manager I, 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 I do really firmly believe that we will stay in the Premier League it's just maybe there's a chance, you know, we've, we've seen it with clubs who go on big cut runs that sometimes they struggle in the league as well, and it's not got the biggest squad, so I, d- I don't want to rule it out, but at the same time, I don't believe that
1: that will happen. Right, if the EPL's proven anything, it's that, I mean, anything's possible. The fact that Leicester won a title, or Burnley even coming in 7th last season, there's a lot of things that can happen in this league, even Chelsea coming in 10th, so... It's possible. I mean, for my range, I don't think Burnley's going to get relegated. I don't see them as a relegation side. I think Sean Dice is too good of a manager. He's going to get results for a squad. Nick Pope and James Tarkowski are going to be great back there for Burnley's, you know, in, in goal Pope and Tarkowski in defense. I think Vokes and Gudmundsen and Wood will get some goals. I think Steven DeFore is going to be a really important player for them. So I would say their range, I would go with uh, ninth to probably 15th. I don't think they're going to finish, you know, 16th, 17th, because I'm thinking of the likes of maybe uh, Brighton or Huddersfield or Cardiff are going to be in those lower positions. As we mentioned in the previous podcast, a lot of teams that could be relegated from the Premier League this season. Once again, the relegation battle is going to be tight as a Tiger. As we uh, conclude our podcast here, I want to thank John Patrick Quinn for joining me.
2: Thanks very much for having me once again.
1: All right, I'm Ori Benatar. That is our Burnley preview. What can the Clarets do after a 7th place finish? And will Europa League football make things a little little confusing during the Premier League season? We'll have to see as we conclude this preview. Make sure to listen to the rest of them here on the Top Flight Podcast as we get ready for the 2018-2019 English Premier League season.